It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey everybody, welcome to the show, Ears Up Podcast. Here we are. It's hot in the studio and we're going to complain. And if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see sweat glistening off of us, but it's worth it. Because today we're talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We're doing a whole review, a whole breakdown, if you will. Um, and we're also having uh, Maddie and Brittany on to talk about their experience as well with Star Wars Land. Because apparently it was very different than Taryn and I's um, experience. Oh, sorry, Terrence. How you doing? I'm doing well. It feels like it's been a month since we've done this, at least. Yeah, I know. We have everybody. Well, not everybody, but we have you and Bev in studio, which yeah. never happens anymore. Taryn is upstairs putting Alice to sleep. Hopefully, she'll be back to join us. Has she tried the sleeper hold? Shortly. <laughs> Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> yeah. Put the arms down. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, basically. Well, basically. Hopefully, yeah. her arm doesn't start doing the Hulk Hogan on the third one. She's to so gain awake. power? Right, yeah. I got to Hulk up. Man, that's the worst, is when <laughs> you can tell kids are gaining power Bro, from screaming. I You're know. like, oh man, I, I can't deal with this right now. I know. Anyway, we have a great show for you. Of course, we have some news. We have some uh, new show to stuff to talk about. We have a whole bunch of cool stuff. But before we do that, this episode is sponsored by Getaway Today, Disney's top wholesale partner. They'll help you plan your Disneyland vacation with the best tips and secrets, all while making it affordable with their discount tickets, reduced hotel rates, and layaway plan. Head over to getawaytoday.com slash ears up and start planning your magical vacation. Tell them ears up <laughs> sent you. So we get credit for it and use code ears up to save an extra 10 bucks on your SoCal vacation package. I'm pretty excited about uh, today's show, guys. I also have all of the stuff that we bought. Are you guys done telling secrets? Yes. Not telling secrets. Well, I didn't want it to get down the microphone. Uh, all of the stuff that we bought in Star Wars Land. I want to have it over it. here, too. The merch is it was probably the highlight. And I know that's that's just uh, epic consumerism at its at its you know peak. But uh, I love it. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing it. <clears throat> yeah, you can find us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Sort of. I'm, having, yeah. I'm actually having a little bit of trouble with Pinterest. Yeah, I'll talk to you about it later. Talk to Taryn about it. I don't. I hate. Well, Pinterest. no, it's it has more to do with our website than Pinterest's oh. website. Got it. I'm just a little confused by our new layout. Okay, that's all right. Uh, feedback on the show goes to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Show suggestions, <laughs> interview suggestions, guest suggestions goes to Terrence at earsup-podcast.com. You can say hi. Well, hello. <laughs> I just tried to embrace Barry White. Did it work? Well, by saying, well, hello. That's not Barry White. Barry White. Well, I was trying to get low, like, hello, hello. Hello. Well, whatever. I'm not a black man. Get low, get That's low, true. get low. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, whatever. it didn't Hi. work. Anything else comes to me, Jason, earsup-podcast.com. If you want to support the show, and why wouldn't you, go to etsy.com slash coveyors. Buy a whole bunch of shirts and uh, you know coveyors if you want, but buy a bunch of shirts too. We have some cool shirts. Uh, I just put a new one up. Uh, Pirates and Mansion is well, what it awesome, says. Man. But it's uh, the sk if you're an old skater from the 80s, it's a skate or die yep. uh, font. Yeah. Same kind of it's thing. dope. Pirate. I love it. I think I it's noticed rad. the font. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it says Pirates and Mansion. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Uh, Patreon.com slash ears up and spread the word about our show. If you do any kind of internet shopping, our Amazon link is on the homepage somewhere. We'll figure <laughs> out where. I don't know exactly where, but you know, it's probably there. Uh, speaking of Patreon, we have a new show out. 
with Jeremy and myself, Jeremy from SpectroRadio.us, of course, and it's called Ears Up In Depth. And so what we do, it's twice monthly, and we will take two news stories and write a summary of them and kind of go in depth on our opinions and what the stories mean and the impact for you. Plus, it's also topical. My goal is to have it, any news that breaks during that week, because part of the problem with the show is that we don't record every week. We don't record every, or week, every day, right? Or whatever. So, it will be up if you're a Patreon supporter. It will be up at least 24 hours before the feeds. So set your alerts or whatever, and you will get first access to that show, and then we'll put it up on the feed for everybody else. Maybe even two days. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But it's a fun show. So we have one already up. Jeremy and I did uh, last week. I think it went up Monday, this past Monday. So it did, yeah. it's on Patreon. It's also on the feeds as well. Ears up in depth. I don't know. Should be fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also teased a new show that Jeremy's doing with a couple other people on uh, Disney World and Disneyland. That sounds really fun. They have an outline for like 11 shows. Nice. And everybody involved in the show are super nerds. So it's going to be great. So it's just like this show. It's, yeah. But but completely opposite because they do research and they sound informed. Uh, good point. Good point. <laughs> because they're educated nerds and not just nerds. That's right. Yeah, the dorks then. So it sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So new show coming. New show already here. You got this show. I don't know where you would go for any other Disneyland entertainment. I really don't. Except maybe Disneyland. But, you know, who can afford that? <laughs> um, are you guys ready for Jason's product review corner? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't know about this segment, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, well, I, I did one about the socks. <laughs> right. It was a negative oh, that's one. Right. right. This is a positive one. So, oh, let me go get it. Hold on. Talk okay. amongst yourself. Okay. Really? Okay, I'm not even joking about the burrito coma. Like, I'm <laughs> so tired right now. <laughs> the burrito was really good. Though. And if we weren't on camera, I would unbutton my pants. I'm glad we're on camera. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I okay. really don't know what to so say. So Marvel or Disneyland has these little uh, kids books. Oh, wait, let me put you, you back see on, on the, thing? the screen. I don't know if I've talked about it before. I think maybe we've mentioned it, but this one's specific Aww. called Night Night Groot. Okay. And it's uh, Groot and Rocket, and they're going through this whole like adventure. Are they ba- both babies? Well, I, I mean, I don't think they're supposed to be both be babies, but they're in the style of like, you know, little cute baby animal yeah. things. Right. Super awesome. Nice. They have a book on the Jungle Cruise. Nice. They have one on Haunted Mansion. They have one about pirates. And basically, Haunted Mansion and Pirates, they're just singing the song. Okay. But the artwork is is great. Nice. So if you have kids or if you know people with kids, you know, honestly, if you're just a weirdo like me, just go buy the things. Most of them are at the parks. For some reason, uh, actually, we were buying the Haunted Mansion book when we were at the park a couple weekends ago. And uh, uh, the cast member who was checking, out, checking Taryn out for the book, right? She goes, you know, there's a Jungle Cruise one. But it, they don't sell it in the parks for some reason. It's only on Amazon. Go oh. check it out. Weird. And so we bought it on Amazon. It, it delivered, and it says uh, n- a narration by John Lasseter. I'm like, I bet that's why it's not in the park. Mm. I bet that's why it's not in the park. So what do you think? Wait, anyway, you do something wrong? <laughs> well, I mean, no, <laughs> but, Just you know. Friendly. In this day and age. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Night Night what? Groot is one. And then, uh, you know, the ones based on the rides, like I already mentioned, it's they're cute. And if you get the Night Night Groot, there's a little tiny Ant-Man on every page. What? Yeah, you can find him. Except there's one page that it's we like, found. Where's Waldo? <laughs> there's uh, one page that we found that there is no Ant-Man on. And so I think they made a mistake. Are you sure you just yes. didn't see it? No, no. Taryn even, I told Taryn, like, look it up. It's this it's this page too. It's this page. 
There's no Ant-Man on this page. It's tiny, but we have looked, and we looked it up on the internet. Oh, he's right there. <laughs> and even Reddit was like, yeah, they're, he's not on that page. Oh, wow. It's weird. So check it out. That's kind of neat. It's good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, the 21st Amendment has been serving craft beer in the San Francisco Bay Area for 19 years. From their initial brew pub on 2nd Street, just two blocks from Giant Stadium in San Francisco, to their production brewery and tap room across the bay in San Leandro, the 21st Amendment is now available in 29 states, including in and around the parks. Next time you're in San Francisco, visit the brew pub and shoot over to neighboring San Leandro to check out the new production brewery and tap room for great beers and good food. And be sure to ask for the 21st Amendment wherever you find good craft beer all right star wars land review let me get maddie and Brittany on the line here uh ladies are you with us ladies that was our cue <laughs> that's right how's it going thanks for uh joining us on this uh very remarkable thursday evening it is. thanks for having us jason <laughs> <laughs> Your professional voice? I guess so. I appreciate it. So I think the goal is we're just going to sit and just kind of BS a little bit about Star Wars Land in general. Um, we have a couple questions yeah, for you guys. Yeah, Bev and Terrence are going to ask some questions. Ooh. And I have Terrence. Let me pull up Terrence's notes. Uh, we also have questions from the chat room, questions from uh, social media, and I have an email question which is pretty cool. So uh, we will get all of that answered. We'll answer everybody's questions because you know what? It was, it's a crazy, it's a crazy place. And you wouldn't think that, oh, here's just something new at Disneyland. Just go and attend it. You, you do need a, a plan, I feel like, especially how busy this place is going to be going, even after yeah. the reservation system is over. Um, yeah, it's going to be crazy. So, okay. All right, let's jump in. So right. um, I think that we're, getting pretty close to being butted up against the uh, reservation time where it's, we're basically maybe like three, four, five days after the show's released, we're going to be at the point where anyone can go. So, and you guys, you and Terrence right. already talked about the entire process of check-in and all of that on the other show that was released. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's not focus on that. Let's just focus on the experience. And so, yeah. right. uh, Well, check-in was terrible. And uh, right. Oh my gosh. No, it was not. <laughs> So, so my first question, and um, I'll throw it out there, and then someone can buzz in, I guess, to, to answer it, is, yeah. um, so you're walking up, you're in Frontierland, you're in the, you know, the backside of Frontierland, and all of a sudden you're being ushered <coughs> into uh, a galaxy far, far away. How abrupt was it, of a change was it, going from Frontierland to all of a sudden being on, was it Batuu? Batu? Batu. Or in uh, Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Land the sequel or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just full disclosure, that's what I'll be referring to it as through this whole show. So how abrupt yeah. of a change was it going from Frontierland to uh, Galaxy's Edge? I think it was pretty cool. I, I don't think they did... Uh, I think they did a great job in that transition. It did seem pretty seamless. So we, we came in through uh, by the Hungry Bear Diner. Apparently there's three entrances. Yes. And I'm sure... No, there's only one. There's only there's, one? There's, there's, mm -hmm. they Everyone goes one. in. Damn. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So according, according to the map... I guess after it's open to the public, it should there should be three. Yeah, they only had one to control guest flow. So okay. um, if you were entering the land, you had to enter through the Hungry Bear um, entrance in Critter Country. And it, when you were exiting, you could only exit on Big Thunder Trail. And it was just to control like who was coming in and out. And so they could check your wristbands, basically. But once the land opens to the public, then the, all three entrances will be open. Okay. Okay. So, so Jason said it was seamless. You know, do you want to expand on that at all? 
Yeah, I was actually surprised. Like, it was pretty, like, seamless, and I would question how Disney was going to do it, but it looks really well. So, but, so, with the seamlessness, so, are you able to see any of the land from outside of the land? Like, is there anything on your sight line where you can see over that, that ridge that you're walking through or past or under or whatever you want to call it? Are you able to see anything in the Star Wars The only thing land? we could see... Um, was when you're in line for Smuggler's Run, you could see um, Big Thunder Mountain, right, Britt? Yeah, and it was just the top of it. It was it looked very natural um, in comparison. Like it very it blended in very very well with the rest of the land. Um, because yeah, it's just it, rock there's formation. like a very long entrance and like pathway to get into the land and like out of the land. So um, it's just it's pretty transformative, I would say. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really even remember trying to see out because everything is, you know, obviously built up so high, right. but you're so in awe of of everything that's going on right. in the actual area. Uh going back to the the seamlessness real fast when we entered through Hungry Bear, it was uh it was there was like a little light post started to change shape, right? Okay. And uh they looked like little scrap junker things i don't even know what they were supposed to be okay um and then there was just a lot of vegetation and it kind of blended in really well and then you rounded the corner and you see the spires and so it was it, it wasn't jarring at all it, okay they did a great job well let's, okay so then um to continue with that what because it's, it's weird because this is not this is not a planet that has been talked about out, right well this sort of it was from i think the clone wars they've okay. explored it a little bit in some of the stories and everything but for the most part like realistically in, in a live right. action thing it hasn't really been so like two percent of people know, know what's <laughs> yeah, out there, right? right so then what was the first thing that you saw you're in the land you walk in what was the first thing that just made you go wow uh for me mm -hmm. so I mean, it was different because I had my cast member preview and then I had my regular reservation. For the regular reservation, you don't you enter where the new rides, Rise of the Resistance, is going to be, but nothing's over there yet. Like the ride's not open, so all they have are some like props setting out. So I, to me, the wow moment doesn't come until you are actually like in the outpost. Okay, I for sure agree with Maddie. Like, yeah, it was incredible. Definitely think once you get to like, I guess tw I think the most. The moment that stood out to me the most was seeing um, the entrance to Smuggler's Run and just seeing all the mountains. That was the point where I was like, this is way better than Cars Land. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I know. Yeah, Car if you thought Cars Land was the apex of Imagineering, dude, you have no idea. For well, me, like when you when you walk through, you know, you go around uh, the way we came in. You right by Rise of the Resistance, you mm -hmm. see like a, there's an A wing sitting right there, right. and then the X wing, which is on a stage. And as we were leaving, there was some little like uh, drama, not drama, but you know, a little live action character thing going on. But that was really cool too. And it, for me, it was walking into the marketplace. The okay. central marketplace. Oh, yeah. It was because first of all, there was shade, which <laughs> God bless shade. <laughs> right. Let me tell you right now. And but it was just themed really well. It looked like a like a bazaar. So I guess the point of Batu was like it was a, an outpost before you get to like the the deep outer space, right? Right. right. The wilds of space they call it. Right. But then once of uh, what warp speed? Not warp speed because that's. Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek, but so you know, but like fast, yeah, light, light speed, speed. There yeah. you go. Uh, once that was invented, people kind of stopped going to uh, to Batu. Or it sounds like Cars Land. How people stopped going to Radiator yes. Springs, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. It's very much like Route sixty six. Oh, yeah. the the major you know freeways are gone, so nobody drives Route sixty six. So mm -hmm. it was sort of run <laughs> down funny. and sort of where you go to be you know forgotten. 
you know? Okay. Well, and that sort of takes me to my question, which once the ride opens, or yeah. the, I'm sorry, not the ride, but the land opens to the public, mm-hmm. do you think it's going to pull the crowd away from Cars Land? Do you think it's going to be like the new hotness? Well, I mean, oh. it's obviously going to be the new hotness. Yeah. But do you think that that lo- that ra- that area will see a, a decrease in Oh, clientele. Cars Land? Oh, specifically like Radiator Springs? Yeah, like racers? do you think that this is going to be the new hot mess? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, am I wrong? No. I st- yeah, I still want to know if they're going to increase ca- the park capacity <laughs> daily. I, I I don't see why they they wouldn't. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, so um, keep it moving, baby. Let's I know go. that you guys went to um, Walt Disney World. Do you guys go on Star Tours and Walt Disney World? No. Wait. Yes. Okay. So you know how it basically it's like you're in indoor. Yeah. And so was it kind of the immersion was kind of like that? Was it? Did it just feel like I, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to say this? Did it feel did you ever forget that you're just in a different land or did it feel like you're actually on a different planet? Like how, how immersive was the experience? You know, did it help you forget, forget the, you know, or were you, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, I mean, I knew that I was in Disneyland, of course, but I you didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about what? it. I didn't think about it at all. Cause I was thinking about how they built the stuff and, okay. you know, really just marveling at, the sculpture mm-hmm. and the painting yeah. and the detail and all that kind of stuff. So on on one level, like not to get super meta about it, but it's like I, I was I was trying to be involved and immersed in the in the in the land, but also trying to figure out how they did it okay. <laughs> and how they made it look good, right? So it was just weird, you know, kind of thing. But uh, for me, I didn't even realize I was in the park, and I've heard that from other people who work, you know, in in uh, in that area in, in Disney. And okay. they're like, that's some of the internal conversations they're having is like, they kind of did too much because Disneyland is very clean. Right. You know, fantasy land, adventure land. Like it's just, it's kind of a little clean design. Right. The star Wars land is not like that. It's totally different. You, if you, you almost feel like you're in a, an entirely different park, not just, wow. not just not in Disneyland, but just, not like you're going to enter back into uh frontier land or whatever. Well, did it feel like there was like a natural flow to, I'm sorry, not to, uh, not uh, you, you. Sorry, Maddie and Brittany, you guys can answer this in a second. <laughs> but I just want Terrence is apologizing before twice before he gets the question out. But I mean, do you, do, <laughs> I know that you're stuck in there for four. Oh, you're in there for four hours. Yeah, there's yeah. no ins. Yeah, and outs. you can leave at any time. It's not. Jail. But there's no ins and outs. Correct. There's no. There's no reentry. I don't know that. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay. once so you no, leave, you can't get back in. Did it feel like it's going to have a natural flow? Because when I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the location, the fact that it's kind of set back, it feels less like a like an adventure land or a frontier land or a tomorrow land where there's a, a quote unquote definitive entrance and exit to the area, you know, especially if you're coming off the hub, there is an entrance and an exit to each of the, the areas. And with, with um, galaxy's edge, it feels more like a toontown where you go there, you're in there and then you just shoot right back out. So does it feel like it's going to be a good flow or do you feel like you're going to have to fight your way through strollers and people, you know, when you are able to go and come as, as you, as you please. I think that it's going to be sort of a mess. I would expect it to just because, you know, there is no definitive entrance or exit. Um, but I would say the pathways are pretty wide. Um, I mean, I'm sure people will get strollers to the ankles and whatnot as usual, <laughs> but um, no, I think that the, the pathways are, are pretty wide. Um, I would say like the marketplace is pretty packed um, and like the areas around um like the attractions and the cantina is it's pretty packed no matter what um but yeah i'd say it's it's still gonna i don't think there's a natural flow okay 
did you guys eat? I did not. I, I stole ate... some popcorn from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I ate during my cast member preview. Okay, I'm sorry. Stop bragging. So, um, sorry. that's fine. So, so the popcorn. Talk, talk to me about the popcorn. So I know that's a, a big oh, draw. Is in, it in um, Cars Land? Cars Land. Oh yeah. So what have all the flavors? Right. So what's what's the popcorn like? What's the uh, what's our choices here? What's in popping in the popcorn oh, scene? Oh lord, how do I mute you? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Um. The well, the one that I um stole from somebody well i asked kindly if i could have a piece because we're all stuck in the cantina line together was this a stranger um, yes you asked a stranger for food oh my gosh that's amazing yeah, she just straight up was like can i have some of your popcorn and they're like sure <laughs> like that's actually what happened i'm kind of proud of you now go on <laughs> do you think that yeah i'm not gonna pay for something i don't think i'm gonna like um but yeah so <laughs> and i was like i didn't like it i'm i'm not too sure what the flavor was but um it was the red popcorn okay. um and it tasted like a spicy fruit loop oh. does that make sense so yeah, yeah. They're, they're saying they're saying it's like a sweet and spicy that's a mixture like Disgusting. thai like no i didn't even thai. say it was sweet to me it tasted really bitter <laughs> it's just that i didn't want to you try a spoiled again. one so pass the red pop pass on the red popcorn yeah, it sounds like all the popcorn. On the popcorn. Pass on all the popcorn. Because yeah. I think they only have the, f- the one flavor, the sweetened, oh, really? the outpost popcorn mix, which is sweet and spicy. It sounds terrible. No, that now. sounds disgusting. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get it on spec, dude. Uh, yeah. So Taryn and I had like an actual meal. We sat okay. down at uh, Docking Bay Seven. I know okay. there's a couple of little places to eat, but mm-hmm. that was really cool. Taryn uh, had something called the Fried Indorian Triip. I've heard that that was horrible. It's uh, crispy chicken, roasted vegetable, potato mash, herb gravy. And then I had the shack roast, which is beef pot roast, ca- cavatelli pasta, wilted kale, and mushrooms, which was delicious. Did it look appetizing? Because yes. all the pictures I've 100%. seen of food look horrible. Pictures of food look trash in, in general. How People was Terrence? Was it bad? It. Uh, I didn't even try it because I was uh, eating my. So there was a. Um, <laughs> I was busy eating my stuff. A coworker went um, the day after you guys went, and she was showing me pictures of the food, and she said, "Oh, doesn't this look good?" And I said, "What well, is that? Like barbecue ribs with some kind of green sauce on it?" And she's like, "No, it's a chocolate cake." <laughs> so uh, like what I'm saying, the food looks horrible. Like oh, it looks man. really, really unappetizing. Well, I but... think it's supposed to be kind of rustic looking. In the way it's plated, because you're at an outpost and you're trying to like be this whole themey thing. Right. But uh, I don't know. The pot roast I had was great. Okay. The meal I had was great. If there's anything I want with my food, <laughs> I want it to look rustic. That's true. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly well, and it was served with uh, with these metal sporks, which looked really cool. That's neat. But I was sat down. I was like, these aren't going to last. This is not going to last. And then I heard last week that they that they uh, are now serving food with metal forks, like just actual silverware instead. Okay, which makes sense. But people were stealing them and putting them on eBay and selling them on eBay for twenty five dollars a piece. How much did you get for it? I didn't do it. How do these people <laughs> not get in trouble? I mean, like they obviously stole it. They're st- they're selling stolen merchandise. Stolen merchandise? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think that was really weird. Um, since we're on food, let's talk about milk. The yeah, blue milk and the green milk. Question, and it's you. flavored. It's not just colored. Yeah. Well, Maddie, uh, Brittany, you guys <laughs> had the milks, like and you did you like them? I forget. I, I did not. I <laughs> so I had it during my preview, and I did not like it. Which one did you have? I had the blue milk. I okay. mean. But honestly, like you're, I'm at Disneyland. You know what I want? Some milk. milk. <laughs> like what? But it's like not milk. That's milk very deceiving. Everyone was like, 
oh yeah, it's milk, but it's like a slushy. Yeah. So I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. It comes out of like oh, a like little a margarita machine. It's like butter. Kind of thing. It it's like a margarita, but it's coconut milk or whatever. So the I'll blue milk is uh, coconut and rice milk with dragon fruit, pineapple, lime, and watermelon. I liked it. I thought it was really good. The green milk, Taryn got you know one of each, which was very refreshing on the hot day waiting in the friggin' sun in the cantina line for an hour. We'll get to Wait that in line. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, she had she got the green milk also, which had mandarin orange, passion fruit, grapefruit, and orange blossom. To me, it tasted like a banana now and later, or um, Laffy Taffy. I hated it. I thought it was nice garbage. But the blue milk, I liked. Alice loved it. I heard if you mix them together, they're supposed to be really good. <laughs> I'm beating them dead serious. I heard that's, that's what makes it better. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. All right, so Cantina. Did uh, you guys, did, every, did all three of you guys go to the ooh. Cantina? Oh, yes. really? okay. Yes. Brittany and I got a story. Okay, oh, good. Share your All story. Right. Share Let's the story. Go. Maddie, you can tell it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, so we enter the land, and we, our plan was to go straight to the cantina. That's where we were like, this is our plan, cantina, and then we'll try and get on Smuggler's Run when we can. Same. Um, this, is, this is your non-cast member says. preview, right? I'm sorry? This is your non-CM preview, right? Yes, this is me and Brittany. Make, just wanted to make uh, sure. Okay. And so... I'm leading Brittany through the giant crowd of people who don't know where they're going through the land. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally like, okay, we get to the cantina and they had the red pole up, meaning you can't get in line for the cantina. So there's a cast member standing there with a pole and a red flag, meaning no line. Right. So we're standing there trying to wait to get into the line. And so they're kind of like doing their guest control, getting all the guests who are waiting for the cantina to wait against the wall. And so we, I don't know how long we waited there, maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was like 20 or 30. Yeah, and during that time, like, I was kind of getting stressed out. I was like, oh, my gosh, should we even be waiting here right now? So Brittany waited, and I went over to Smuggler's Run just to make sure, like, we were doing the right thing. And everyone, all the cast members at Smuggler's Run were like, come back to us. Like, just go to the cantina first. We'll have a shorter wait later. And so I was like, okay. We got, I come back to Brit, and they flip the, the pole over so it's green, and it was a stampede. I don't know how Brittany got <laughs> us into the line, but she got trampled. Oh my I was I felt like I was carried into the line with all the people. <laughs> like and I turned around and I was like, Well, at least one of us is in the line and I can get Maddie later. So yeah. it took like ten minutes for us to meet back up in the line. Oh my god. It goodness. was insane. And I was stuck. I could not move between um those ten minutes because I was sandwiched between the people trying to fit themselves into the line. Oh my god. It was gosh. a mess. That just would make yeah. me so angry. Yeah, it was it was pretty messy. I mean, we, when we entered, uh, so we went the day before, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know that was our plan too, the cantina. But I, what I didn't do is I didn't look ahead. I didn't look at the map because I didn't want to. I don't watch trailers for movies. I didn't want to be spoiled by right. anything. I just wanted to discover and experience the whole thing. But I also assumed that stuff would have signs on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no there's signage no anywhere <laughs> I, I don't know what anything is man so i missed a couple of the shops because there had no sign i had no idea what was going on but Do you think signs are coming they're just not there yet. i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if they were with there's gonna be signs <laughs> in english in six months over stuff but it was in like yarbaresh or whatever the star wars like um, language is or it'd be that. very like like uh sneaky it would be like um like airfield or something like that i'm not exactly sure but it would be something like that meaning like oh smugglers run is that way because that's where the millennium falcon is so you'd have to like use your brain to figure out what they're trying to tell you (laughs) yeah it was almost too immersive yeah it was almost too immersive in that way it was like they tried too Mm -hmm. hard to deliver 
something that's just never really been done before but it for me it was confusing but you know i yeah. don't know anyway but yeah cantina line was crazy but that's where you should go that's where everybody's going to be going okay. um and now they have a text uh reservation Saw system that, yeah so it's a lot easier so you can go i guess drop your name i'm not entirely sure how it works but and then you can go so explore does, other stuff and then they'll text you when you're so when the you reservation system doesn't work there Oh, like if you want to reserve like a yeah. car thing? No, no, no. It's completely different. Okay. All right. Um, would you say that Star, not Star Wars, whatever it's Star Wars Land? Yeah. Um, You're doing great. Is I know. Duh. <laughs> would you say it's small child friendly? I it's, would say no. I would say it's small child indifferent. I mean, there's there's nothing for small kids there. Right. Well, why do you say no, Maddie? That was Brit. Oh, why do you say no, Brittany? Rude. Um, just because there's not a lot of things for them to do, like you said, like Smuggler's Run has a height requirement. The cantina is clearly aimed for adults. Um, I don't know how you would even watch your child at the cantina because it's so crowded inside. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a lot smaller than you would think it is. Um, yeah, yeah, the pictures are pretty deceiving. It's a lot more crowded and cramped. Um, but yeah, and I just expect a lot of people to be there. Um, yeah, that is true. Like we couldn't take the stroller in, obviously, so we had to park it uh -huh. with all of our stuff in it. You know, sitting in I'm it, sure which that is, made you very comfortable. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> and like for the rest of the day, we're carrying around like eight million dollars worth of you know Star Wars merch <laughs> in our thing, and like you know we parked the stroller, and it's just overflowing with stuff. I'm like, man, God bless Disneyland fans, because nobody has stolen my stuff yet, and it was pretty cool. But yeah, the cantina is very small, and we had Alice, and it was very tough with her. And in right. fact. Taryn left a little bit early to go and, and feed her and get her taken care of because she didn't want to be held, but you can't put her down right, because there's, trampled. Yeah, there's two rows of people behind you and everyone's trying to clamor. And in fact, they tell you, or they told us what, going into the land, so there's no seats at the bar. So you're kind of going to have to elbow your way up to the bar as you would in a real bar. And I'm like, how is that okay? You're telling me to elbow people and to yeah. nudge people out of the way and to basically be aggressive to get a drink. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm sure it'll die down by right. the time, you know, six months down the road. Probably won't be that hyphy, but it was, it, yeah. it was, it was weird. Did you guys know when Brittany and I went, they told us like, they were like, Oh, you're a party of two. So since you're a party of two, you're going to go stand at the bar. And after an hour and a half of waiting in line, we finally got to the bar and we still had to wait another 15 minutes to maybe find a spot at the bar. And then another 15 minutes to flag a cast member down to take our order. Hard to literally make eye contact with the cast member. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's like a real bar. I did learn that no, the. It's not like a real bar. <laughs> not like a real bar. That the, the, the drinks are pre mixed. I'm not surprised. Like the tiki drinks and stuff? I didn't know it, but they did, they, the drinks that I got, or Taryn and I got, were really good. Right. And usually you think of pre-mixed drinks as not being very good. I was impressed with the drinks. What did you get? I got the Yub Nub because it came in the, oh, should we just show the mug? Let's just talk about the mug. 42 bucks on a drink? Of course he did. Yeah, because it came with a tiki mug, homie. Are you surprised? He's the He is the bougiest person we know. First of all, not true. 100% true. True. <laughs> Thank you. This is the, so. This is the the oh, mug dope, that the Yub Nug. Oh yeah, that's came totally in, worth forty two bucks. You know what's it? it <laughs> I think it's dope. <laughs> Thanks, Terrence. It's, it's indoor it. with the Death Star on it. And it it that's looks dope, like dude. it's carved out of like a stump of wood, but yeah, there's a whole Death Star battle scene and the indoor. Second worst characters, the Ewoks on there. Stop it! Bad, the Ewoks are amazing. How dare you? I'm glad they got trampled. You're fired. Oh, it is very heavy. <laughs> fired. <laughs> 
Right. So anyway, the Yub Nub, it had a yuzu puree. First edition. First edition, baby. Mm-hmm. It's going to be worth tons of money. Pomegranate juice, white cranberry juice, and a cloud swirl, which was, I think, like passion fruit, like seeds kind of on yeah. top. It looked thoroughly disgusting. <laughs> it sounds But gross. tiki drinks really don't. That's why they're in mugs, because they look, they look gray. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it was delicious. It was bright. It was it was well balanced. It nice. wasn't overly citrusy. It wasn't overly boozy. Right. Basically, it wasn't like being at Trader Sam's. Oh, that's cool. Which is overly amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Taryn got the Bespin Fizz, which was rum, yuzu puree, pomegranate juice. Wait. Yeah. Hold you're on. Right. No, no, no. no, no I know. Right. I know. But so <clears throat> the Bespin Fizz is rum, yuzu puree, pomegranate juice, white cranberry juice, and cloud swirl. The Yub Nub. I. I I right. mixed my lines. Mm-hmm. The Yub Nub was pineapple rum, spiced rum, citrus juice, and passion fruit. Sailor Jerry. Mm. Probably, yeah. yeah. That's um, good. But mm-hmm. it, the, the Bespin Fizz was in this kind of, I don't know, funnel-shaped, uh, long-fluted uh, drink glass. Yeah. That's what they're called. And it had dry ice at the bottom. Nice. So it was like bubbling oh, and kind of smoking or whatever. Well, I've seen some bubbling, yeah. fizzing drinks. It was really cool. I liked it a lot. Like, have you ever been to uh, to Moe's Tavern in Universal Studios? Nope. Nope. Oh, that's that place is tight. You <laughs> can get a flaming Moe. Nice. In the in the in a glass yeah. in the flaming Moe glass, but they have a little I don't know like a compartment underneath, mm-hmm. and they put the dry ice in there. And I think that's how they were getting it. so you don't drink nice. the dry ice. Well, they do. The dry yeah, ice they in do the mouth. same yeah. kind of thing over at um, the Lamplight Lounge as well. Oh, okay. The, yeah. Okay. Right. Did you guys I will s- say that the dry ice made it so difficult to drink because it just cleared my nostrils up and I <laughs> had to chug it when I was drinking it because it was so hard really? <laughs> to breathe. I feel like this is a bad thing. That's crazy. <laughs> um, you guys want to talk about the music real fast, right? Brittany, Thank I know you. specifically you. Oh, that was one of my questions. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Maddie got, the, got a different drink than all of us. Oh. She got the Jedi mind trick, right, Maddie? Yeah. Not what was in that? I don't remember what it was. It's, I know uh, it. It's kettle vodka. one. It, it's kettle one. Botanical. Yeah, it was vodka with a lot of like, like white grape juice and lime juice. It was, right, a, right. It was pretty fruity, right? Yeah, I have it right yeah, here. Yeah, it was. It I was have, good though. I liked it. All right, I'll give the. I have the ingredients right here. It's uh, kettle one botanical grapefruit and rose vodka. Botanical grapefruit. You what is me. that? You dude? heard me, bud. That's stupid. And uh, and what fruit? Uh, rose uh, grapefruit and rose vodka. Uh, John D. Taylor's Velvet Falernum. Ver- uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, Bowls, blue curacao, white grape juice, lime juice, and grapefruit bitters. I have oh never had grapefruit bitters goodness. before. Like, my mouth just, like, puckered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just, like, it just, my mouth just got very dry. Jeez. That sounds very... Uh, a lot of these drinks seem very light and fruitful. That sounds tart. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It was okay. a little tart, but it wasn't overwhelming. Mm. All right. Let's talk music. Yeah, the music was pretty, I mean, it was pretty themed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, When Maddie and I were there um, at the cantina, um, the power went out and DJ Rex glitched. Um, And if uh, listeners out there don't know, um, DJ Rex used to be Captain Rex in Star Tours. Mm -hmm. um, And he would lead you on your journey beside, and then C-3PO came in. But so he, when he, when the power goes out and he glitches and he comes back on, you can hear the Star Tours ding, 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 or whatever it is. But it'll come on and he'll glitch um, and he'll think he's on Star Tours for a quick second. um, And then he'll (laughs) switch back to DJ Rex. He he did that when we were in there and I wasn't, clear exactly what was going on because it was kind of loud there were a lot of people in there but uh yes yeah, so i missed the little chimes but that is cute i liked it i think it was really cool it was very reminiscent of chuck e cheese 
because he's like okay. he's like up in the right. central area like doing his thing and i brought you know alice over there and, and whatever but uh yeah it was very cute I, well, what was fun about it was that the cast members got into it. So when he like he lost power, the cast members started banging on the walls trying to get it to start back up, and they were very in show, and it was fun. And then he turned back on and then played the classic music, and the whole cantina went crazy. So that part was really fun. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. That didn't happen with us. Aww. The cast members oh, didn't. We care. our our cantina got real into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually want to go back to the ride. Oh geez, all right. Um, just a quick question. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of the queue? Like, obviously that line, that ride's gonna have some lines. Do you think the queue? For, so I, I, I did it differently, I guess, because they sent me through single rider. I was gonna. That was my next question. Is there a single rider option? There's a single rider option, or maybe they sent me through fast pass. I don't know. But I was alone, and I was gonna go into the ride. And they're like, no, no, go this way. And it was up the the these ramps. You did the parent pass or whatever. No. Oh. I, I was the first on, and but the guy saw that I was alone, so he sent me up. I, I guess it would probably be the fast pass corridor. I don't okay. know. It was the creeper part. But yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're supposed to stay 50 feet away from people. Right. Let's get you in this way. Over here, sir. Uh, yeah, but uh, there was no theming at all until you get to. I think it was the fast pass line because there was no theming at all until you get to the place where you would give the cast member your your t- where the two lines merge. Right. It was a. It was just a friggin' hallway. That looked, you know, sort of rusted and aged. It was really boring, and you can kind of see uh, there was like a wall, like a separation between the actual line and and my line, oh, the Jason wow. line, yeah. and you can see stuff. Yeah. So I have no idea how the queue was. Taryn uh, says it was cool, but uh, it was a lot of people that were in there. Right. It seems like so. There's a standby line. It looks like they sent Jason up the fast pass line, but the fast pass line obviously is not in use yet. They, they're no, no one's using it. And then there's a single rider line. I went up the real single rider line, and it's just a dark hallway. Like, that's it. And then all of a sudden, you're at the grouper. Like So Jason definitely went up the fast pass line, and they were probably just using it for single riders. Mm-hmm. But um, the queue itself and, like, the show immersion, I think maybe just because, like, I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. Don't hate me, but... I didn't understand what was going on. Okay. Where, like, compared to, like, I still think, like, Indiana Jones has a way more detailed cue than Smuggler's Run. Because oh, yeah. I could understand that I'm in a temple. Um, I wasn't sure where I was at in Smuggler's Run. Like, yeah, someone sure. has to explain it to me. Well, yeah, I mean, you're 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 in the loading bay to get into uh, Star Wars into the Millennium Falcon. Are you serious? I'm joking. <laughs> okay. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, it's a temple. You guys both just looked at me like I was the biggest <laughs> idiot ever. But once you're in the Falcon... I think that was incredible. Like I, okay. I, yeah. I put some photos on like our Instagram story, mm-hmm. but I still have some really cool close-up photos of just the the intricacies of inside of the Falcon. Right, it's a hunk of junk. Yeah. It's cobbled right. together oh, different parts of whatever. Right, and they did a really good job making circuit boards look blown out, nice and damaged nice. and repaired. And it they did it, an amazing job. It was okay. they did theming was great, awesome. absolutely great. Okay, all right. So you're up. You're at the grouping area. How do they decide your roles? They they give you a card, but I'm, they just hand they just hand you the just card. Just at it's random. random. Yeah, it's random. And then yeah. but before that, they go, oh well, you guys can just switch if you want. Okay. And they they just hand you out the things. Okay. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about your experience on the actual ride, whether you liked it or not. Um, well, honestly, I'll be honestly, sort yeah. of brief because I've already talked about it right. on our. Uh, we did a, a, a basically a briefing in case you have reservations. These are the things that you should know. Um, I thought the ride was fine. 
Okay. It was uh, it wasn't designed very well because if you're if you're a gunner or an engineer, you're if you're doing your job properly, you're not paying attention to the show. And Agreed. if you're paying attention to the show, you're not doing your job properly by pushing buttons and stuff. Okay. Uh, okay. Unless you're great at video games like I am. I'm an excellent I'm excellent at everything. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> but uh, for the Agreed. most part, I didn't really care for the ride. I thought it was kind of clumsy. I thought it was, again, too much. The 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 the, the, um, the film, the, the actual ride, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on, and it was kind of hard to really see what was 3D? happening. No, it's not 3D. Okay. Um, but you know, it looks like you're in a movie, right? I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like you're escaping Batu, and you're going through these tunnels, and you're going through all this, uh, you know, starship, and you're trying to chase these little this train or whatever. I don't know. I didn't really get it. I didn't really even like it all that yeah. much. I don't ever have to go back and ride it again. Huh. I got the uh-huh. experience. It's fine. Uh, what did you girls think? Um, you definitely have to pay attention to the pre-show. So when you're in the pre-show film area. It's not a film area. I mean, Hondo Anaka is telling you while you're there, and he's saying you're going to smuggle these goods for me, and I need pilots, engineers, and gunners. Um, if you don't pay attention to that, you're not sure what you're doing there. Um, and then you you basically have to have a good cast member explain to you what you're supposed to be doing because you don't just sit there and enjoy the ride. Um, you have to control things. Otherwise, like Hondo will yell at you. So the very first time I went on it, I was a pilot, and I got lucky. Don't ride it unless you're a pilot. You have to be a pilot. It's so much it's so much fun if you're a pilot, but yeah. the cast member didn't tell me where I was supposed to look because there's a screen that tells you where you're supposed to be aligned. So the whole time Hondo's yelling at me, pilot, pilot, and I was like, oh, 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 I'm supposed to be doing something right now. And so <laughs> buttons will light up at you when you hit the button or the, the joystick will light up and you're supposed to move. So I think eventually it will be really fun once um, guests learn how to operate the gaming part of it. And then it will get good and you can start actually earning points and that kind of thing. But I, I don't I, know. Other than that, it made me a little bit nauseous. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to take people a while. And I didn't know that cast members were letting people kind of go back on multiple times because they, they draw on your wristband. They make mm-hmm. a little mark when you go on. So I figured, oh, you can only go in once. But I was waiting for Taryn uh, to, to finish the ride. And there was, there was two kids. They went on three times. And they even said, like, and they were like, 15 or whatever right so they grown up playing video games and they're like i just start to understand it ah. but that's wow. the problem like maddie's saying you need to be the pilot the pilot is the most important part of that ride plus it's also the most fun because you do the most stuff so if you're okay. not the pilot you ride it maybe two times you're not the pilot you're like this is really boring then you get to be the pilot but then you don't know what you're doing so you have to learn there's a learning curve for the pilot role uh, because everybody else depends on you. It just seems, again, kind of too much. Agreed. They tried to pack too much into it. So, uh, listener, one of our listeners, Greg, not Greg. Okay. Greg, not Greg. No, no, not Greg, not Greg, but actually not Greg. <laughs> oh, different okay. Greg. All right. His um, name is Tim. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> so he said that he gets motion sickness on Star Tours. So he's, do I. Like, I can't ride that ride. Well, he's wondering if he'd be able to ride this ride. No, it, you'll okay. get sick. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you're an engineer or a gunner, you could just look at your board and yes. keep pressing the buttons, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. That's true. Did you <laughs> yeah, because guys... I don't, like, I sometimes feel a little bit like, eh, on Star Tours, but then I got off of Smuggler's Run and I was like, wow, I need to go sit down. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> so... Yeah, Star Tours makes me, like, I have to take my, always halfway through the ride, I have to take my glasses off and just look down. 
Or See, I and you don't even wear glasses on Smuggler's yeah, Run. It's just that. There's no way I'm too old for that. Yeah, it's just the motion <laughs> of it. I don't know. Uh, all right, cool. So let me, <laughs> I know that, uh, Jason, I know you said you had some merch for us to see. Let me ask you, um, the three of you guys, what was the coolest merchandise that you saw that you did not buy? Oh, jeez, dude. Well, Jason That's definitely everything. the lightsaber. I would, I mean, just looking at those pictures, I wish I had like gone in, we had gone into the shop just to see, you know, how it was built, but okay. the lines are just way too long yeah, um, to even just get in. So, I mean, I wish I had looked a little closer at those lightsabers. Me too, because uh, our friend, our friend Matt worked on a lot of that yeah. stuff in the, the Den of Antiquities is what yeah. it's called. It's not even called build your custom lightsaber here. It's right. called the Den of Antiquities. Right. Anyway, uh, but yeah, he built the thing and I was like, he was talking to me about it the next day. I'm like, I didn't even, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he right. showed me photos. I'm like, I've never been in this area. He goes, did you go to Star Wars land? I'm like, yeah, but I have no idea what he's talking about because I just assumed that the lightsaber thing was just like, I don't know. I mean, I went into the droid one. I I was kind of bored with it. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to build a droid. And it looks like a, I don't know. I wasn't really impressed with the theming, but, you know, whatever. I'm still really, really curious about what they're going to do because they have Galaxy's Edge. They have an entire area dedicated to Star Wars where you can ride a simulator based on Star Wars where you can build a lightsaber from Star Wars and then in Tomorrowland they have a simulator where you, that's based on Star Wars and you can build lightsabers based on Star Wars and the ones they have in Tomorrowland are jank like you know what I mean it's like the Toys R Us well, rest in peace, Toys R Us. But it's Toys wow. R Us, Star Wars, uh, star, uh, lightsabers that like back. collapse on themselves. And yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm wondering what they're going to do. It's <laughs> so weird. Oh, speaking of lightsabers, so when you go in and they have uh, um, the red, you know, they have the Kyber crystals, mm. right? Which, if you're any sort of nerd, that that gives the star the the Star Wars the power, the Star Wars sword. Um, it gives it the 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 color, it changes the, the color of the light, right? Yeah. But there's rare black kyber crystals Ooh. out there that are super like you can sell them for like 400 bucks on what? eBay. Yeah, they're super rare. And someone was telling me that what there was a it was an error in the um, manufacturing. Yeah. They put too much red like red coloring in it and it turned it black and so instead of like junking them, they okay. put them in and sold them. Nice. By the oh, black hybrid kind of- crystal, you get a free uh, metal spork <laughs> on eBay. Whoa, it's not whoa, bad, right? Whoa, it's not whoa. bad. Do you see potential for this land to grow? Like for, expand for ex- out ex- the thing? And by expand, I mean like take over Toontown. No. No. There's no... No, no one's ever going to no. get rid of Toontown. Uh, oh, God, they should. I like Toontown. We actually we like Toontown. Matt yeah. and I do like we love Toontown. I <laughs> do. Let's go coaster. Yes. We yes. Cru- we cruised Terrifying. through it while uh, Alice was sleeping, and uh, it was rad. There were a lot of people there. I think it's I think it's seen a, seeing a resurgence. Okay. But no, they're never going to. So you don't do think that. it's you don't think the land will expand at all? I mean, it, it, not through Toontown. Maybe maybe the back. I don't know, Maddie. Maybe you can expand on that a little bit more. But I don't think there's a whole lot of room back there. There's no. There's no, you. It is. It backs up to the Mickey and Friends parking structure. There's yeah. no way they can keep going. Yeah. I mean, you can also see the end of the land from Mickey and Friends too. It's right on the edge of the road. So. Oh. I mean, honestly, what else could they do? I, I don't know. I think it's. I think it, it's already sort of out of place. And we were saying it when we announced the uh, when Disneyland announced this land. We've been saying it on the show forever. It doesn't belong at Disneyland. It is so out of reality for the yeah. rest of the park. It's yeah. so out of sync that 
I, I don't know. I, I would I would hate for it to expand, to be yeah. honest with you. I think it was cool. I think they did a great job. Should have been its own park somewhere down the five somewhere. Do you put it in Irvine or something? I don't know. Did it um did the area feel like seasoned? Like that were there a lot of seasoned? What I mean by that is that were there a lot of <laughs> Older <laughs> gentlemen. Easy, easy ladies. Come on. Um did it feel like it was like it was there for a while? Did it feel like the Broken cast? In? Did uh-huh. it, well, kind of like did the cast members seem like they knew what they were doing, or were there a lot of hiccups? Because I mean, you guys were there day well, one and day two of the land being open to the public. For me, the only hiccups I saw were the long lines for merch. I mean, the in the central marketplace they have a bunch of shops, but they're not very deep. They're probably as deep as this studio even a little bit less right so they have you know a lot of stuff but it's not really some some they just look like stalls Mm -hmm. and to the point where they have one cash register right and so i would take a thing and go out you would exit the stall exit the shop and walk five or six people deep and then get in line to pay for the thing i waited 10 minutes for a thing to buy a thing that's weird man it was so so for me, that was a, a big hiccup. They should have had, give me two registers. Give me three registers. I mean, people are going to be buying stuff on the first day. Why am I waiting 10 minutes for this stuff? It, it, so that was really it. Right. Everything else for me, well, and the line for the cantina, but I sort of knew that was going to happen. Everything else kind of seemed flawless, and I don't know how okay. Brittany or Maddie felt on it. but Okay. Yeah, I think the cast members got to work out the kinks during the previews for the cast members. Um there were times where we would feel confused while we were in the land, and I didn't feel that way when I was there um, my second time when my actual reservation. The cast members actually mm. felt like they were confident and had a grip on what was going on now. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did hear that the reservation system had been in use for the cantina during um, like media media day, but then it wasn't in use for, you know regular people so i'm not too sure what happened there but i wish that was a kink that they had um worked out for um opening weekend um because we did hear that i mean yeah there are reservations now that you can make for the cantina so i wish that kink had been worked out but the cast members were definitely well themed i would say almost too themed um standing in line maddie and i were standing in line for pictures in front of the millennium falcon um, and the cast member was just super into his character to the point where I was a little confused. And even talking to, like, talking to, from one cast member to another, it was just a very strange vocabulary. I mean, it was themed vocabulary for sure. And that's what's cool about Galaxy's Edge is that it is the first line where they, like, as a cast member, you're trained to be in show. Um, no matter which land you're in. If you're in Adventureland, you are in 1930s, the Lost Delta in India. But in Galaxy's Edge, it is very, if you are out of show, you're not allowed to be out of show. And that was the cool part about it was being really immersed in it. Um, All cast members had a backstory. So you could ask a cast member, like, how long have you lived on Batu? And they will tell you their whole life that they have come up for themselves. And I think that's really cool. Um, But there were some points where, like, you could get confused. Like, there was one time I was trying to pay for something, and a cast member was like, can I see your credentials? And I was like... I'm sorry, like, your credentials. And I was like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Do you mean my credit card? And they're like, oh, yeah. I was like, okay. So, like, there's some times where it could get in the way, but other than that, the 
immersion is really, really cool and makes you really feel like you're on a different planet. Yeah, Taryn was telling the story that uh, while she was in line uh, ordering or while he's waiting for the food uh, in uh, Loading Bay 7 or whatever it's called, um, there was uh, there was a lady that she was... Um, Oh, what was the story? She was like uh, short change or something like that. And the guy, the guy's like, oh, it's, uh, oh, she was asking for a price. And he goes, oh, that's, you know, five credits. And she's like, I don't understand. That's well, five credits. She's like, how do I buy credits? And she didn't, she didn't, right. she didn't get the what thing. Is, what is the dollar to credit <laughs> ratio? Yeah, but, but the cast Conversion. member clearly was getting, I guess, frustrated because he's like, well, it's, I mean, I I can't say, right? This is ridiculous. This- it's a little it's a little weird. So they they greet you with bright suns, right? Or if it's dark, it's rising moons, like it's nighttime or whatever. Wait, what? Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> this it sounds a lot like it's it's LARPing and it's I like well, an was, acid trip. <laughs> there were no forks in medieval times, therefore there are no forks yeah. at medieval times. That's like a sounds- refill on your Pepsi. <laughs> exactly. There's no forks, but there are Pepsi. Pepsi? Come, Come on, on. I got a lot of tables. <laughs> got a lot of tables, man. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's so weird yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay, so you guys were there for four hours? A solid four hours. Yep. You guys were kicked out at the end of your time. We left voluntarily, but yeah. Oh, you know what I mean. How yeah. do they shuffle you out? They didn't. I mean... We just left. Well, right. But for people who overstay their welcome... I don't know. I saw a lot of people with the, the, the earlier group color wristband while we were there. So they had an, an hour overlap. Right. But we were side, there. Right? Yeah, we, we had like an hour left, and I, had, I, I saw people with the previous group. I don't think they really cared, to be honest with you. Okay. I don't know, man. Did four hours... Fly by or was it too much? I spent we I spent most of the time in line. I have no idea. Okay. I I, I, I felt like it went by really fast yeah. for sure. You could spend you could definitely spend more than four hours there just looking at the land and the amount of detail that went into it. Yeah, Brittany and I did Cantina and we rode Smuggler's Run twice, and then after that we had the rush to go look at things. We were kind of running through the marketplace, and then we were like, "Okay, let's run back to the Millennium Falcon and take pictures." And then by that time, we were done. Okay, so you said you were rushing and looking at things. What was your favorite design element of the area? What was you know? I know that obviously Disney being Disney, they're going to have everything be really detailed. But what was your favorite? design element of the entire area what was the thing where you're like i have to take a picture of this besides the millennium falcon gosh i think just like the the rock work or whatever it would be called like the facade (laughs) is like insanely detailed like it looks like it is Mm -hmm. actually real yeah it was incredible it blew me away it had like old moss you know that Mm. like sometimes when moss dies and it gets that yellow like stain it it, yeah it was incredible nice 100 percent Okay. I agree. I, I stared at that for a really long time because you, I mean, you would think that it would go on for quite a lo- quite a while. The force perspective was really, really um, done well, I would say. Okay. My favorite part was uh, in the Central Marketplace, there's a place called Rondo's Roast, Rondo Roasters or whatever it is, and they have a pod racer engine nice. roasting a bunch of meat. Nice. And it's it's and you see the thing, it's hanging from the ceiling, and it's like, you know, kind of shakes sometimes, and it, it looks... Mm-hmm. It looks great, I, and it has a droid like turning the spit. It was cool. That was my favorite part, aside from the you know Millennial Falcon or whatever it's the called. The Millennial Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. The Falcon. <laughs> All right. So, um, about ready to to land this thing. Sure. Okay. So, looking at what we gave up, being you know. 
Big Thunder Barbecue, Wally Bogue. <laughs> um, a good Wally por- Bogue? Uh, yeah. He's been gone for... You know what I mean. They yeah. had they had the show back there. Okay. Um, a good portion of Rivers of America. Um, a lot of money because ticket prices are going to go up. All this stuff. Would you say that what they did in Star and Galaxy's Edge is worth it? For what we're giving up, is it worth it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, okay. but I mean, what like you said, what was back there? A stage where you met Santa Claus and good barbecue. Actually, I never had the barbecue oh, there. It was fantastic. Really? It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, I think it was obviously, yes, obviously, Terrence, come on. I'm just trying to ask a I'm trying to interview. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah, I agree with Jason. Um, I definitely think it was worth it. I don't think we lost too much besides maybe the ticket prices, but yeah, really, <laughs> really well done. Not a huge fan of Star Wars myself, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nice. True. Cool. I agree. Also, did you guys take advantage of the Disney play? Yeah, so I, so I want to talk briefly about Taryn's notes, because okay. obviously Taryn's not here, so uh, she wanted to talk uh, briefly a little bit about Ogus Cantina. Let's just back up real fast. Um, she loved it. She loved the music, she said. Um, she has like a clip of it, but I, I don't want to sit here and kind of uh, dig it. But she goes, uh, it reminds me of my first time at Carthay. I never wanted to leave, and in 15 years when Star Wars landed less busy, you can find me uh, hanging out there. Nice. Which I thought was uh, pretty cool. And then she talks about the app the app stuff so uh the disney play app you go uh once you're in the land it changes and it's kind of themed for the land okay which is pretty cool um you can do a few things you can tune we talked about briefly on the show but you can hit the tune function and you like uh what is it like you hack in or you Mm -hmm. you you pick up radio signals right right. some other thing and it's kind of like the the phones and like the um in the old coffee shop oh, yeah, or whatever yeah, that play yeah, recording. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. It gives you a backstory. Um, you can translate. So there's a number of, uh, in the Star Wars language, I think it's Yarbrash or whatever. Right. But you can sit there and type that in. You can translate stuff all throughout the entire land. Nice. There's a lot of stuff to do. You can scan like little QR codes or whatever. Nice. Learn more about stuff. Right. You can hack terminals, which I did a lot of. and it, But not a lot of it was really working. The tune was working. The translate was working. And obviously the, the hack. But like when you go... Uh, on the there's a jobs board that you can do so if you you pick up a job to go you know fly the millennium falcon and then after you fly the falcon you're supposed to get credits based on how you did we are awarded credits but they never showed up on the app okay that's kind of okay yeah so uh i don't know that was uh that was pretty much it okay i do have a uh it's a question from a listener uh, let's just read it real fast. It'll read like feedback, but you know, it's from Stephanie. Hey, Taryn, thanks for putting out the mini episode about Galaxy's Edge. My husband and I will be there on Saturday the 22nd with our three and eight-year-old boys. You didn't mention much about how you handled Alice during this time, and I'm wondering if you have any tips for bringing kids into Star Wars land. I plan on bringing a stroller for my three-year-old since that's just too much walking for him. Did you find that there was enough out-of-the-way stroller parking? Yes. You'll, you'll have tons of... Um, Tons of uh, space for stroller parking. Don't okay. worry about it. Uh, do you know if there's a rider uh, switch pass for, for the Millennium Falcon? Yes, there is. Just curious and a little worried. Not sure exactly what I'm going to do with or without a toddler in the new land as I get motion sick on Star Tours. So I'm not sure how I will hold up on this new ride. And I don't plan on buying any droids or lightsabers. Uh, yeah, like we talked about before, if you're one of the other positions, you'll probably be fine. You can look away. Especially right. if you're the engineer, you can just be focused on the board and glance up every now and then, but okay. you'll be fine. Somebody um, in the chat said that there was like an autopilot mode. I don't yeah, know. so if there's 
they don't have to fill the the ship you're on. So there's six people in there. Um, they don't have to fill it. They could just set it to auto and it will just do it on its own if there's not enough people in there with you. Yeah, Maddie and I had originally there was a we were a party of four so mm-hmm. it was me and maddie and then two strangers um and <laughs> maddie and i were the pilots and one was a gunner and one was an engineer so the other two i, I guess were on auto right yeah so it just did it on its own and honda would kind of like talk it out to you and be like oh the gunner's doing this and you didn't really have to worry about it if it's on auto hmm. okay that's cool. That's cool. I had no idea. Terrence, do you guys so. have any more questions? For no, us? I'm done. I asked my 40 questions. I think we're good. <laughs> I asked my seven. I'm okay, done. That's cool. Brittany, Maddie, anything else you want to add? I might just hang up with you after that, and we'll get to all the merch and just let you guys go. No, I'm good. Yeah, I think that was it. Okay. Got to watch the Warriors. <laughs> Let's go Raptors. Shut up. Uh, I don't even know what any yeah. of this means. Uh, St. Louis Raptors are in uh, Universal Studios, I think. Yes, with they jo- are. With, uh, anyway, uh, thanks, ladies, for for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right, bye. Peace. Bye. Oh, God, finally got rid of them. Huh? Now it's about time. Why did you bring them on? <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk merch. I want to see it all. So this is the thing that I waited 10 minutes in line for. Oh it's a stuffed job of the hut. Am I on, is it oh, on camera? Yeah, it's on. on you. This is from, uh, what's it called? Um, it's called the Cre- uh, no, the Toydarian Toy Maker. So they had a lot of these uh, these little toys that look kind of handmade, mm-hmm. right? And uh, It does. It looks like needlepoint. Yeah. yeah the, I mean, look at the detail and the stitching. It looks great. They did such a good job. Do I want to ask how much? It's on. It says twenty bucks. I think. Yeah. No, I. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. Right. Uh, They also had a lot of wooden toys. So I bought a a wooden Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. (laughs) And you can adjust them and stuff like. But they had a a wooden stormtrooper. They had one that looked like out of like made out of a block of wood. They had a wooden sand crawler. Wow. They just had a lot of really cute cool toys like something would be made on some outpost like, somewhere yeah that's yeah, awesome from a kid that's yeah. you know uh fables right they're yeah. it's like making peter pan this or whatever cool. it's pretty this cool super right cool it kind of looks like zoidberg a little bit from uh, futurama a little bit yeah for sure um i thought that was his mouth i thought that was his mouth was <laughs> the top of the head. back of his head <clears throat> here's another thing from the toy darian toy maker um it's a little frog and then you take the it has a bone in its mouth if you can see on the on the camera there yeah, I can right see. Uh, but it's a musical instrument oh nice that's kind of cool dude i like that right not bad so i thought that was pretty uh pretty cool Taryn actually picked that up uh oh <sighs> can you tell the toydarian toy maker was our favorite shop here's a chewbacca Aww. Oh, I love it. He's so, so, so cute. cute. Yeah, it's twenty bucks. I thought it was pretty, a pretty good deal. And so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy all these for, um, for Alice. Yes, for Alice. For yeah, Alice. For yeah. sure. And then, and then we get home, and Taryn's like, Alice, do you want to see what Dad I bought you? I was like, let's not. <laughs> let's just hold off for a second because she's not old enough to play let's with my just toys. Pump those <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was ridiculous. Uh, we bought. The uh, thermal detonators. Just ridiculous. <laughs> Which you got was, a Sprite and a Coke? Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, it was cool. I waited five minutes in line for this. <laughs> and the top just like comes off, like it just pops off. Right. Which I was a little disappointed in seeing like the CM just kind of like slammed it on and handed right. it over. I was like, oh, all right, but I don't know if you want to like check. Um, okay. It's just a bottle of Coke and a bottle of Sprite. Um, 
<clears throat> so then you can go to the creature stall and you can buy like some other stuff okay. things. And they send you home in this box. <laughs> nice. And it says creatures on it and it has all the It looks kinda the like the build a bear box. Here, move it over closer to you. Okay. For the camera. There you go. It's kinda cool. So uh, inside It's the thing that what's like his a... name lived in, right? No, that that no. was a Tauntaun, but a it's the same movie, so good job. Uh, this is a, a uh, Wampa. Nice. And it makes a noise. Or not. <laughs> yeah, see there. It's good. It's good. No, I think Taryn turned it off because she hates me. There we go. <laughs> the Tauntaun <laughs> was the thing. It's battery operated. Okay. He doesn't scream when he gets his arm chopped off. Oh, that's quite accurate, actually. That's not bad. That's pretty <laughs> anyway, dope, dude. Go. Check that out, dude. I thought that was fly. It's like, I got to get that. That's pretty cool. And then they have this other thing called a puffer pig, which I don't really remember where this was from, but it makes a noise like this. <laughs> and it looks like a little loaf of bread. It's my little pig loaf baby. Uh, I love this stupid thing. It's great. We spent a lot of money. <laughs> I can tell. But this thing is possibly Bev broke. <laughs> it is worth nothing. My toy, now. Beverly. No, it's fine. It you just, just ripped the tag off. off. It's fine. It's don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, do me a favor. Put the camera on you guys for for this toy. Okay. This Sw- like switch switch to the up camera okay. and then and then let's move this camera. Okay. Um. Okay, how is that shot? It's just me. Okay, perfect. So this thing... <laughs> oh, <laughs> bro. I'm going to hand it to you in a second. It's called a Rathar, uh, and it's this big, wormy, squiggly-looking thing. Here, take that. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's super cool. I don't like this at all. <laughs> so look on the side of it. On the direct side of it, there's like a yellow button. Push it. I don't want to press it. No, no, push it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Push it again. It's still going. Yeah. Push it again. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't on camera. I forgot to transition it. Oh, Bev. I was it's okay. I'm on overhead. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> oh, just push that button again. I cannot find it. It vibrates. It like shakes okay. and does wow, this whole thing. That is violent. Yeah, it's pretty good. It looks man. like a toothless uh, sarlacc. From uh, I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, that's dope, <laughs> man. We we're sitting in car. I think it was Carthay. Uh, met Brittany, and Maddie after we went. And I handed this to Brittany, and she inadvertently pushed that button and just did the same thing. I'm like, oh, this is great. I got to pull this trick on Bev. You're the worst. Anyway, it was cool. I had to have one. Anyway, they have a lot more, you know, more stuff over there. But for the most part, that's it. And that's the stuff that we bought. Merch is great. The high-quality merch all around. They have really cool costumes. There's a lot of patches and stuff for, like, the first order and ranks. And you can, like... 
really get into that, which we didn't obviously do. We didn't buy a droid. You can buy a life-size replica of R2-D2 for twenty-five grand. That's dumb. And apparently, <laughs> like, three people have bought it. That's dumb. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> That's really dumb. People have too much money. People have too much money, dude. Absolutely. So that's it. That's really the Star Wars Land Review. Just to cap it all off, I think they did a great job, of course. I hate that thing. Um, I still hate oh, it. Oh, I also found um, a plug. An okay. outlet I saw that. For charging. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah it's okay. right by the bathrooms. You check it out. It's There's like a, like a little tunnel bridge thing or whatever, right by the bathrooms. Nice. It was uh, a key find for sure. But um, I think it kind of went over the top a little too much. They kind of went a little too hard okay. <laughs> on yep. it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and that's, you know, kind of the talk around okay. the, the coffee, the, the water cooler the water or cooler. whatever. Yeah, it's just because it's incongruent with everything else in Disneyland. Now okay. it kind of okay. makes Disneyland look outdated. Well, right. that's true. Step up their game. All right. Do we answer everybody's questions from the chat? I think so. Okay. Cool. How do you like these? Uh, the maps, huh? They're super high quality. Yeah, the maps nice. <clears throat> you can sell them on. Oh, I, actually. So that night, I went to the hotel room and just looked on eBay for all the stuff we bought. See how much it is. People were selling these for fifteen dollars. Were people buying them? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, the Wampa. I paid. What's the is that the wormy thing? No, no, the the um the fu- the furry man that you have that oh. made noise. I think it was like forty bucks. I loved him. People were selling him for a hundred and eighty dollars. Forty dollars on that? Well, thirty nine. Uh, but people were selling it for a hundred and seventy five bucks on eBay. Jeez, it was it was incredible. I, I mainly went online to see what I can sell this indoor mug for, but no one was selling it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. Anyway, um, all right, let's do some news, huh? God, we're already at like an hour. We're at like an hour and 15. 15. Yeah. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. All right. Got a little bit of news here to talk about. Some important stuff, and then, you know, and that's it. Disney begins unveiling its 2019 Candlelight Processional Narrators. We always talk about this. We always say we want to go. We never get the opportunity to go. Um, Walt Disney World has announced four of the narrators for its 2019 edition of Epcot's Candlelight Processional. So far, the schedule includes Whoopi Goldberg, December 6th through the 7th, Pat Sajak, 16th through the 18th. Wait, who is Pat Sajak? From Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. No, I'm good. Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. I don't know who that He's is. He's a Christian, Christian singer. singer from way back in the day, bro. <laughs> like, like way, way back. From Jars of Clay? 80, no. That's, that's Dan, that time that's frame, Dan though. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, he'll be there December 22nd through the 24th. And then the man, Edward James Olmos, <laughs> December 25th and 26th. Did they just send out a mass email said who's available? <laughs> <laughs> I like Edward James Olmos, man. That, he's, uh, he's tight. Anyway, there's going to be uh, 15 celebrity narrators, but that's all they've booked so far. But you can go to EpcotHolidays.com, apparently, and you can book candlelight processional dining packages as of July 3rd. So that's coming up pretty soon for you to do. Doesn't uh, Anaheim does that too, right? They do, but apparently it's like super hard to get into. Right. Yeah, so I don't think they do dining packages or anything like that. Do we know any of the narrators for that yet? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I was sure to let you know. Speaking of Christmas, because it's not too late 
It's not it's never too early to talk about Christmas, it sure right? Isn't. It's too early to hear Christmas music. No, it never is. I disagree. There's a new fireworks show coming to Disney World. Again, it's more Disney World news, but this is what they're announcing right now. Uh, so, a new fireworks show coming to Disney World's Christmas party. Apparently, they do a Christmas party, like our Halloween party. Right. You can buy tickets for um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. The dates, uh, a bunch of dates in November and December. But uh, anyway, they're going to do um, a fireworks show hosted by Minnie Mouse and will celebrate the magic of Christmas with melodies of beloved holiday songs from Joy to the World and Deck the Halls to Up on the Housetop. And we wish you a Merry Christmas. Ticket prices vary by date and range from 99 bucks to 139 which was uh, up, what do they say, about four or five bucks from last year. So wow. they're, they're uh, you know, they're trying to work you guys on the old Christmas party spectacular. If that doesn't make you mad, hmm. this might. Okay. Snow White. Live action remake. Bro, why? <laughs> because they, they make tons of money. Didn't they already do that with Kristen Stewart and it was terrible? No, that was... That one that was uh, Snow White Red and the Riding Huntsman. Hood. No, oh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I thought it was fine. I guess. Uh, nah. Five hundred days of summer and amazing Spider-Man director Mark Webb is reportedly in talks to helm Disney's remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which of course was Disney's first full-length feature. Are the dwarves going to be CGI? <laughs> That's a. I don't know, man. It's a. Uh, just That's Peter Dinklage point. and seven different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they did with uh, the new Willy Wonka, or the Charlie Charlie and Chocolate Factory. It's all the same guy. dude. Yeah. yeah, not much is known about it, but they're in talks to hire people for it, and it's going to happen, and uh, it will probably make a ton of money. Of course, it will. I have like wampa hair in my mouth. Yeah, I was. You keep pulling at your lip, and I'm like, what's, yeah. what's happening what's right now? What's going on here? Uh, here's some good news: Disneyland. Some, finally, some Disneyland news. Okay. Will now provide child care assistance for cast members and employees. Oh, that's, that's great. Good. Yeah. Disney just announced on Thursday that the company is starting to uh, starting a new child care assistance program for cast members and employees of Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. The, pro, uh, the program, which will spend around $10 million a year, wow. will be rolled out during the fall 2019 for both full and part-time employees and cast members of Disneyland Resort who have children 12 years or younger. From what we can tell, this program is evidence of Disney putting cast members first. Uh, Disneyland officials also shared that the new $10 million in child care assistance will amplify the resort's existing programs for employees and cast members, such as backup care, assistance in obtaining referrals for child care, parental educational resources, and homework help. It's kind of cool. There's not really a whole lot <clears throat> that I can see, but um, you know, like, what does that mean? Do you bring them to a central location in the park? Do you uh, is it like a daycare center like ten minutes away or whatever? Like, what's um, what's going on? But Disneyland definitely is as as much as we like to kind of hammer them on like paying people uh, more money. This is I think it's a pretty good idea. I support this. This is great. Childcare. I mean, I know people who quit their jobs because it was cheaper for them to stay home with their kids than send them to daycare like not multiple like one kid so wow. i mean no i feel pretty lucky that, is insane that i can stay home with alice because it's saving us a ton of money it is yeah uh and then uh, last but not least with star wars expansion open disney gets permits to launch marvel land what? In, the, in the place of bugs land right we knew yeah, that was yeah, coming true, in or yeah. whatever but uh now they're starting to pull permits and this is from the LA Times, and I have I have some issues with a particular part of this. Okay, 
Let me see if I can figure out what part. <clears throat> oh, I bet you can. It'll be super easy. If you thought Walt Disney Company would stop and catch its breath after opening its hugely popular Star Wars land, I'm just adding that in. Right. Uh, think yeah. again. The Disneyland Resort has moved full steam ahead on building next year's planned expansion, a land at California Adventure Park themed for the superheroes of Marvel Comics and movies. The city of Anaheim has approved a handful of building permits for projects such as a bathroom overhaul, yeah. a retail outlet, a microbrewery, are you serious? A character meet and greet area plus improvements to behind the scenes buildings. The construction permits assess the value of the work so far at more than 14 mil. One of the permits approved Wednesday allows for a 2,000 square foot merchandise outlet with three attached canopies. For comparison, the average home in Western U.S. is 1,800 square feet, whatever. Who, what does this stupid thing just put down? Disneyland representatives declined to comment on the permits or what type of attractions would be included in the new land, but previous news releases hinted that one attraction may be an interactive ride that lets visitors help Spider-Man fight the forces of evil. More details about the land are expected to be released at the Disney celebration known as D23, August 23rd to 25th at the Anaheim Convention Center. Pretty excited about mm -hmm. all of that. Except so, the microbrewery. <laughs> well, look, man. That's so... Dude. Okay. So... I never really thought they were going to put a microbrewery in there. Like someone, when they released the artwork for Marvel Land, they're like, oh, Pim's microbrewery. It's, it's going to be themed for Ant-Man. It's going to be because it's microbrewery. Right. And I'm like, there's literally no, I've said on the show, there's no way they're going to put a brewery in, a working brewery in Disneyland. Right. There's right. literally no way. There's too many logistical nightmares to, yes. to go through. Yes. And then this happens. And it's like, it's not, it's not a brewery. So there's one dude on in it's a Twitter brew pub or whatever, right? And that's not even a brew it's anything. A tap room. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tap room. It's a tap room. That's right. dank. It's over the counter beer service. Exactly. But they're calling it a micro brewery because it's themed to Ant Man. Micro is ant. Yeah, but there's no beer production. You can't call it that. I think you can. No, but no there's by, there's, oh, okay. there's no like legal by def definition. By, say, of by it. definition, yeah. a micro brewery does a small amount of beer. Yeah. So someone on like Disney Twitter or whatever. <clears throat> pulled this permit because this is what I think the, the brewery is and I told him I was like this, this is not a brewery here's the description DCA Golden State Expansion Building 753 new commercial construction 8,778 square feet first floor restaurant and second floor equipment room it's not a I mean which could be could be it could be the second floor is a brewery they're calling it an equipment room maybe it could be like what they do at Ballast Point down in uh, downtown Disney, where it's basically a pilot system. So here's the permits for Ballast Point. <clears throat> okay. You can find all this out. Okay. I, even I found it out. I'm stupid. Uh, so it's point. pretty easy yeah. to find out. Um, <laughs> downtown Disney Building D, Unit 203, Ballast Point, change of use, non-residential addition, 1,717 extension on second floor, new bar, dining, elevator, machine room, and infill floor, change of occupancy, existing merchandise to a restaurant slash brewery. Hmm. So they they they... they even though clearly, it's a pilot system, but they call it a brewery. Well, because they're going to be brewing beer right. on site. Right. They clearly say state that it's a brewery right. in right. the thing. Now, I know that descriptions don't matter, I guess, a whole lot, really. Right. And stuff can still change. Right. Because um, if you pull older permits, you know, it, it, things can kind of get a little fuzzy. Right. But this is this is the, the most current permit um, issued on 7-25-2018. This is the ballast point permit for the brewery. Maybe it's the permit to change that building into a functional brewery right um so maybe for 
for this thing if they were going to put a brewery in downtown or in a, in a uh, Marvel land they have to build the building first and then put and then change the permit to a brewery and then do that I don't know how that works but I would bet 95% of me 99% of me they're not going to put a microbrewery they're not going to put a brewery in there no because no. even just even you talk about your spent grain yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was looking at the map and, you know, the, the entrance and exit to the back lot, Terrence, you know yeah. this as well as I do, of downtown Disney is super easy. Yeah. You, it's right off whatever road and you go, you, you boom, yeah. boom, right in there, right? Yeah. Disneyland, the access road is from Cars Land. You go underneath where we ran, where right. we did the race, right. all the way back through beyond uh, by Toontown. And then, yeah, that's right. So you're going to have trucks going through during the day, like going back to, yeah. to drop off the spent grain or, or, or get rid of the spent grain or at night. I'm trying to think of how you're even going to get it out because bugs land is smack dab in the middle of that area. There's really no access there unless you're coming in. So you'd mm -hmm. have to come in from the gate. That's to the, if you're looking at guardians of the galaxy to the right of it, where the trolley comes out, you'd have to come yep. out that way and then go through the land, get it and get what seven barrels worth of spent <laughs> grain and take it out that way or whatever, right? right? And 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 that's the other issue, what about capacity? How much are you going to be brewing? Right. Are you going to be really managing um, you know, customer demand for new styles or new this right, or new right. that? Um, you're going to have a full-time brewer turning I mean, how much beer do you think Disneyland even sells? Right. So you have, you have to keep up with that. A, a portion of it is going to be uh, different because it's going to be, be brew, beer that's brewed on site, right? And so it's already going to create kind of a, a different demand than the Carl Strauss booth. Yes. But that also percentage will increase because it's brewed on site and it's going to be much more interesting for people. So how do you, I see what you're saying. So how do you yeah, sit at the I, bar and you go, I want a porter. Oh, well we don't have, we have 10 hazy IPs. Well, <laughs> which, which one did you brew? Well, we and haven't one, brewed it because yeah. we sold out. They're going to be constantly out of beer. So how do you keep up with that demand? You need so much tank space not gonna that, happen. that, yeah. I mean, yeah. what's the, what's the, um, square footage, uh, so 8,000 like square yeah. feet yeah. Yeah, that's not for a restaurant and second floor equipment room. I, I don't, I mean, you could definitely do a brewery there, but it's very tight. I am willing to bet 100%. It's ambitious. I'm willing to bet 100% that there is going to be equipment up there that's never used. It's just for show, and they're going to contract all their brewing out, and that's what that's what they'll do. Because there's no mm. way. I mean, if you're looking at the space, there is no way, no way that they could brew enough beer on site to do that all the, the logistics are well, are mind-boggling right it's just it's not going to happen and for those of you not in in you know in the know sorry, for, for yeah, beer stuff um but when you're doing when you're making beer at the end of it you have all this wet grain mm -hmm. that all the sugars pulled out of it mm -hmm. to ferment to make the beer so you have all this grain typically what breweries will do is give it to farmers right. and all that kind of stuff but right. you need to to get it there. Sometimes the right. farmers will pick it up. Sometimes they have to deliver it, whatever. Mm -hmm. But here you would need uh, on-property trucks yeah. during restricted hours yeah. to get permits to, to remove the grain or smell-proof storage during the right. day because if you ever have dealt with spent grain after two days, it starts rotting. Yes. And it legitimately smells like a rotting animal. Mm -hmm. It stinks. Mm -hmm. So you need, to get, you need to get rid of that. So how do you do it? Then you have deliveries. Yeah. Hops. 
and deliveries for yeah. grain, deliveries for CO2, all, mm-hmm. all the, just all the stuff. Everything, then what yeah. about packaging? Are you going to serve all of that on site? Are you going to keg some of it? Is there going to be some distribution? Right. Is there not? How are you going to store all this? Yeah. Is it gonna, it's just there's so much that I guarantee you they're not going to be doing it. It's not a microbrewery, but everybody's running with the story. And mm-hmm. nowhere, nowhere are they saying it's a microbrewery. It's, yeah. it's not even written in the, I think, even in the... Um, the art for Marvel land. Right. Someone just made that up. Right. And then now there's, you know, influential weirdos on right. Twitter saying, well, this is the permit for the microbrewery. No, it's not. It's a permit for a restaurant. It's not yeah. a permit for a brewery. It's a permit have, for a restaurant that's going to sell beer. It'll have two yeah. fermenters, probably just the front half of it, showing towards the outside to make it look like a brewery. It'll Nothing be like will pyramid. be brewed on like, exactly. No, no, Pyramid, you, they brewed. Oh, only Berkeley, but not Walnut Creek. Yes, they did. I brewed there with John. Really? Yes, they had to. So, in order for them to keep their brew pub license, they had to brew 200 barrels a year, or gallons maybe. Gallons or barrels, I forget. I think oh, it was 200 barrels. gallons is nothing. Yeah, yeah, but so I think it was 200 barrels. So they had to do it, and then but then they had the guy brewing there for a long time. He was making oh, actually the best that. beer at Pyramid in Walnut Creek. That was best Pyramid beer. Right. Was the beer coming out of Walnut Creek that John that. was making? I forget okay. his last name, and then they. Pulled him to go work at Berkeley, Berkeley. okay, uh, and then it just sat there, and then the whole thing just kind of closed down because yeah. they didn't, you know, care anyway. But they're, they're they might have a, a tanks there. It's not going to be a brewery. No, it won't be. I, I I I would bet anybody any money. Yeah. So I'm sorry if you were looking forward to having a brewery, but now things could change. I even went to look on like the ABC for licensing and stuff, and and you know that I was talking with. Uh, wow, with, this really lit a fire under you. Well, because yeah. yeah, I don't like it. I don't. I, I don't like. Uh, it's not. I, I don't know. I know a thing or two about beer. I know a thing or two about Disney, and and it's when those two worlds meet, it's not very often. Right. So I get very passionate about it, mm-hmm. but. Um, it, it, oh, I, now I forgot what I was. Oh yeah, Sorry. the, the li- liquor license. He goes, well, the buildings have to be built first, and then the licenses get right. You know, but you can look up Disneyland's um, liquor licenses on ABC. It's pretty cool. Like Club Thirty Three has one. All of Disneyland apparently is permitted to sell alcohol. Hook it up. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so once you see permits being pulled for somebody in Disney to to have a, a brewery license, which would be a Type 23 license, then th- then that's your proof. They could be outsourcing it to some other brewery to come in and brew beer, but I don't know, whatever. I'm Isn't there another type, everybody. like a 78 license? or? Yeah, but I think for what they would be doing as a small brewery, selling most of their stuff over the counter would be Type 23, because they're not going to be packaging, they're not going to be distributing it or anything, but are they going to keg it? Are they going to take that beer to other locations in in DCA, in Who knows? that would make the most sense. If you're going to put that much effort into building right. a brewery, then you would need to distribute that beer because it's going to be cheaper for you instead of buying it to send it to these other places in DCA. It's just never But that also happen. still just creates a supply and demand problem yeah. that they yeah. can't keep up with. <clears throat> it's insane. It's crazy. It's insane. All right. That's it. I think we're done. Okay. Any questions in the chat room? Anything we should no, answer? I think we're good. Um... Anything I wanted to talk about? Oh, we have a new, uh, speaking of Kyle, we have a new, uh, and rumors, we have a new article on our blog written by Kyle. It's a new segment we're going to be starting. We're starting a whole whole lot of new stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's called Rumor Report. I forget what it's called. Uh, but basically, if you think that lit a fire under me about microbrewery, oh my gosh. Uh, rumors <laughs> and uh, Kyle, our friend Kyle, uh, he can't stand him. He freaks yeah. out about it. Yeah. So I challenged him. I was like, look, 
Let's start writing articles about this because he reads these are these uh, Disney fan sites and Mice Chat. Or right, we've right. slagged off. And then mice he gets chat pissed and texts you. Yeah, <laughs> and then we sit here and chat about it, and it's like, well, okay, I mean, that's cool. So anyway, there was one about, um, and oddly enough, on ears up in depth, Jeremy and I covered this, but it was about um, a a survey sent out to a quote small group of people. This is a Mice Chat article that uh, how would you guys feel if Small World went away? And the author was like, well, you know, could it be that they're making room for an expansion of a newly formed part of the park, Star Wars land? Oh, so you think they'd get rid of Small World? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Right? Can you honestly tell me that that wasn't just made up because they need clicks? Anyway, so Kyle basically just went off, but not in like in a way that I would, <laughs> where you'd <laughs> right. be insulting. He right. goes, He goes, think about it. Small World has about 2,000 person capacity an hour. Right. They're not going to... Basically, his whole thing is, think about it how you would run a theme park. A new uh, Star Wars land expansion might look cool, but what are they going to put there? Right. You know, will they ever be able to put a ride that will eat that many people? No. Never. Right. Also, to do that, they have to bulldoze Toontown, which is right in between those two. Mm -hmm. Are they ever going to do that? No, because what are they going to do that to fill the the spaces? Right. It's just like all these other rumors about, uh, actually, I think it was on Mice Chat a month or two ago, about they were going to get rid of Interventions, the Submarines, Autopia, for the Tron light cycle. Right. No, they're never going to do that. It would look cool. I mean, they should get rid of Autopia. <laughs> but they're never... And the submarine. Yeah, and they might maybe do Autopia at one point. I don't think they ever will. But, I don't either. But you can't get that many people in there. No. And that's what it is. It's about capacity. That's what everybody's complaint is, is that there's too many people in Disneyland. So you want to hide those people. I mean, I wouldn't even... I would be surprised if they didn't start doing something for these older rides, making yeah. some extended queues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Agreed. I don't know how they would do it. And under, I don't know. Dig a hole. Whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. Dig but, a hole. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised. That's the only... Because that's the only place they can go. They can only go down. Right. not going to affect the sight line. Right. But anyway, so when you read these rumor articles, think about it as a theme park, if you're running a theme park. Anyway... Kyle went off. It was pretty funny. So you can read that on the on the website. Let's get out of here. I'm done. I'm done talking to you all. <laughs> all right. I mean, not really, but. <laughs> I would love to stay in chat, but I got a split. Let me find my uh, reads here, everybody. We have an exciting show coming up, I think, hopefully. We have any clarification, but, um, or confirmation, but in July, we're going to potentially be interviewing Raleigh Crump. Yep. I'm really excited about that. Uh, I, 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 you have no idea. I just bought his book. It's a, it's kind of a cute story is what it's called. Fantastic book. You should check it out. <laughs> anyway, thanks again to Getaway Today for sponsoring today's episode. Whether you're traveling to Disneyland, Disney World, or beyond, head over to getawaytoday.com slash ears up. And don't forget to ask for the 21st Amendment beers wherever you find good craft beer like DCA. Also, if you want to smell good, go to magiccandlecompany.com slash discount slash ears up. Be sure to use that code ears up or hit the URL and you get a nice fat juicy 15% off your order. Great candles, all sorts of stuff we've talked about already, but uh, they're good people. I got my stuff. It's great cuz it's it's almost too powerful. So you light the candle and like 5 minutes later you can put it out and like you're fine. They last forever. Yeah. Great stuff. Magiccandlecompany.com. Uh, use code ears up or the URL I mentioned. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Hit up, hit us up on social media if you have any questions or uh, to find out when the next live show is. And until then, we'll see you later.